This is This Day in Cardinal History on Claves Online, powered by Ameren, Illinois, and driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura. I'm Joe Roderick. Today is April 7th, and we're headed to the bullpen to call in a lefty to help us out today. April 7th, not a big day on the calendar when you think about great dates in Cardinal baseball history, but there was one person that will always remember April 7th as far as his career is concerned, and that's Ricky Horton. It was his first game as a Cardinal in the big league uniform. Ricky Horton, what do you remember about that day? Well, first of all, I think it ought to be a national holiday. I know it's April 7th. It's not It's not on everybody's frontal lobe, but come on. I'm lobbying for it, Clay, so we'll see, we'll see how much uh, attention that'll get. But, you know, obviously you're getting a chance to do something you've been thinking about your whole life, and, and it is just absolutely thrilling. And a and a, just a deep experience of joy, satisfaction. You get this sense of you know what I made it. And and uh, I, I had an aunt that told me when I was younger that uh, you know if I get a chance to get a college scholarship, uh, everything else is gravy. So you don't have to put pressure on yourself. You you you've earned your way to get a college scholarship. And if and if you get more than that, that's great. But but feel content with that with that step that you've gotten to. And so every every step along the way, A ball, double A, triple A, and then the big leagues it was just the next step on the ladder but you know you're never really sure if that's going to happen so honestly my, my prevailing thought about that day is is you know pinch myself i can't believe i'm here san francisco giants were the opponent two and a third innings pitched you gave up a run on three hits probably not very good defense behind you and uh, you also had a strikeout along the way <laughs> Well, the run I gave up to have good defense behind me, somebody would have had to have a seat in the right center field bleachers uh, because Jeffrey Leonard uh, hit actually the first pitch I ever threw in the big leagues into the right field bleachers. And Je- I came in to, to face uh, Leonard with Jeff Lottie, left a couple runners on base, and they weren't on for very long. And what? And so that joy I was just telling you about kind of wasn't quite so joyous after I threw my first pitch. And then, so my second pitch, I, I got a little less confident. The first pitch was a fastball. And, and in my mind, I thought, you know, I am not going to give up. I'm not going to walk the first guy I face. Well, I didn't. Uh, he had a home run. Uh, and then the next guy I thought, well, maybe, maybe I might walk this guy. So, so I threw a slider on my next pitch, and it was a pretty good one. And Chili Davis was his batter, and he hit a double into the left field corner. So I've thrown two pitches, given up six total bases, and I, you know, I don't know what the analytics would say about my my baseball career at that moment, but it wouldn't be good. Uh, and I finally was able to get Joel Youngblood out, the next batter, and and uh, and ended up pitching well that game. After that, I, I actually had my first big league at bat. I grounded out, but I, you know, I just kind of had some uh, some thrills and some moments that I'll never forget uh, there at, at Old Candlestick Park in uh, in San Francisco. And uh, you know, you play that first game, Claves, and your name's in the book. And, and it was uh, it was quite a thrill. What was it like when you walked in the clubhouse that day and put the uniform on for the first time? Oh man! Well, you know, it, 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 you put the uniform on and you realize you're part of this team now. And you know, these are guys that you know. When I was in the minor leagues, I, I remember when I was in college. I'm finishing up college and I'm watching the 1982 World Series. Uh, at, at a local establishment in Charlottesville, Virginia, and I'm watching uh, Keith Hernandez play and, and George Hendrick play, and and I'm watching Bruce Souter, and, and these guys are like, I don't know who they are. I mean, I know who they are, but they don't know me. And now I'm riding on a bus with them. I mean, it's just honestly. Now Keith wasn't there at that time, but Bruce and, and George were, and and of course Willie McGee and Ozzy and 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 the, the the big names go on and on, and. It is. You put on the uniform, and then you realize it's the same uniform that Ozzie Smith's wearing. 
And, and you know, if there's a guy in first base, I'm going to turn around to Ozzy and say, hey, it's you and me on a double play. <laughs> and it's just, you know, I'm telling you, it's just amazing to think, yeah, it's you and me, Ozzy. Me, me and you, best shortstop in the history of the game, uh, are going are gonna to get a double play going. And honestly, Clay, it, it was um, – it was just magical to me to have that uniform uh, and, you know, just get, get a chance to, again, get get in that book that now I'm one of the, whatever it is, 19,000 people that have ever played Major League Baseball, and, and somehow, some way, I became one of them. All right. You know, but this was pre-texting, uh, pre-email era. Who was the first person you called when it was over with? Well, I wanted to call my parents. Uh, I definitely wanted to call my parents and tell them because I knew that how much it would uh, mean to them and how much it meant to them. Uh, and, and you know, they're obviously ecstatic about me being in the big leagues, and they've been such a support for me. Uh, you know, my, my mom was uh, is still more the, the athlete between the two of my dad has passed now, but, uh, but my mom was the real kind of uh, baseball fan uh, along with, uh, with her mom. And so they were so important to me. So I certainly called my grandmother, too, and talked about it. My grandmother, of course, uh, I've said this many times, was a, was a Stan Musial, Red Shane Danes, big-time fan in New York. Mm. But uh, so, so for me to get drafted by the Cardinals was, like, uh, just incredibly important to her. And so I, I cer- certainly called her as well to, to, to tell her. And, um, you know, it, it, honestly, just, just a, a, an amazing experience. Again, you, there's no, your, your texts aren't blowing up because it wasn't around yet. I will also tell you this. When I came off the mound, the first real communication I had was with two guys named Bob Forsh and Bruce Suter who walked up to me, and they both put their arms around me. This is after I gave up a home run on first batter and then a double. And they both came up to me and they said, hey, kid, at least you're throwing strikes. That's what they said to me. <laughs> and, and, and I remember thinking at the time, wow, that's really nice of these veteran guys to come up and kind of give me some assurance. I didn't realize they were dogging me until later. <laughs> but, but, you know, that's part of it. And, it, you know, being on a team is having, having guys who got your back. And, they, and those guys, I, I tell you, those guys, uh, Bob, Borsch had his had my back until until he passed, and Bruce Suter still has my back, and I and I just uh, I just love those guys and love their leadership in the clubhouse. Horton would pitch in the big leagues until 1990, and even won a World Series with the Dodgers in 1988. We all look forward to hearing Ricky back in the booth on Fox Sports Midwest and Camo X calling Cardinal games, and we might even call on him a few more times right here on this day in Cardinals history on Claves Online. We're powered by Amron, Illinois, and driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura. St. Louis Acura has received the Precision Team Award 28 times, more than any other Acura dealership in the United States. Check back tomorrow and every day for more great Cardinal memories with Mike Claiborne. Tomorrow, the commish, Rick Hummel, will be back. Until then, I'm Joe Roderick. We have a chance today to visit with Richard Mark, the chairman and president of Ameren, Illinois. And Richard, considering how many people that are working from home and you have families at home as well, a lot of electricity is being used and a lot of power is being used and there are still ways to save. The best way to save energy is don't use it. And so not only reminding our children and ourselves to turn lights off, but in this day and age to turn our electronic appliances off, our electronic devices off. When you charge your cell phone and then you unplug it from your phone, if it's still plugged into a wall socket, uh, if it does not have some type of smart switch that you have it plugged into, that energy is still being used. So people don't realize all of the ways that they're still using energy.